It's a stupidly small podcast. It's Monday, July 17. Already, Lauren Clark. Hello. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Oh, good to be back after what one would say uh, was a rather drab weekend. How was yours? Drab uh, describes mine too, I suspect. I, I the drab think? twins. Yeah. The drab twins. I've, we've been hunkering down. There's, there's a, hunkering you know. Hunkering down or bunkering? I don't know. We've been hun- down. So um, isn't hunkering <laughs> like a portmanteau of uh, hankering for a bunkering? And what is a bunkering? Oh, 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 we're already there. Do you know, I heard an expression the other day mm. that I hadn't heard before, but maybe you have. What is it called when, this is nothing to do with bunkering or hunkering, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, uh, what is it called when something is disguised to look as though it is a grassroots movement and it actually is not? Greenwashing? No. No. Um, is this a blend word you're talking about? Or do you no, actually know no, the no. answer? I do know the answer. Yeah. Oh, I know the okay. So it's not a it's portmanteau or blend word. No. It's. Uh, it's. Do you want me to tell you? Yes. Astroturfing. You know, so, I've heard that term before. Yeah, well, I sort of I heard it and I wasn't sure. I, I just thought, I wasn't sure. I, I knew it was kind of enough in the lexicon that I probably either heard it before or like this person used it as if, you know, everybody uses this term. Yep. And I thought that's another one of those things where people, somebody's like thought of that in some, I don't know, um, article or, you know, a mm-hmm. presentation or something. And all of a sudden it, it's like NIMBY and all that stuff. It's, it, NIMBY. but, but astroturfing I thought was quite cute. I kind of liked astroturfing. I thought <clears> whoever <throat> thought of that must be pretty proud of themselves. Well, it's a good one, but it's a bad one in, in, in practice. It's terrible. Oh yeah. No, no, it's the absolutely. I, like the name of it's probably quite pithy. Yeah. The, uh, that's what I mean. As a word, right. I think it's quite, it's quite clever, but, um, but I, but yeah, in terms of the fact that it exists as a word, that's boo. depressing. Yeah, yeah. boo. <laughs> is there a is there a, like a category known or referred to as boo words? Because you've got mm. weasel words, you've got uh, swear words. Can we start a category called boo words, where which are just terrible words that we don't like? Well, yeah, yeah, and they can be they can be one word or a combat like. Boo words for me currently, and mm. and I and I and people are saying it now ironically, and and some people still use it like it's a thing. And the president yeah. of the US to it, but if I hear the term <laughs> fake news one more time, oh, yeah. I'm going to drive yeah. a truck through a building. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm yet to choose the building, but I'm going to get a truck <laughs> and I'm going to drive it through the wall, preferably a wooden wall because hit, hit a brick wall, it might be hard. But it's you know, oh, I'm the, so I, over I, it. I sent a thing to you, I don't know, the other day about um, about the use of the word kid. Did you get that? I read about that? Donald Trump Jr. I yeah. read it on Sunday. Yeah, and, and it was about, you know, the fact that he's referring to his, to, to Donald Trump Jr., to his own son, as he's a good kid. And he keeps saying, he's, he's a good kid. He's just yeah, having a go. Good, he's a good right. kid. Mm. And, he, and he's older than, he's older than me anyway. He's 39. He's 39. Oh, he's the same age as me. He's the same age as me. You turned he, 40 when? In a minute, Stu. Mm-hmm. I turn 40 in org. Invites to all coming. If you're a stupidly small <laughs> listener, you're invited. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're invited to whatever Stu Farrell's doing that night because I am, I am hunkering down. That is oh, what no. I am there's doing. No, there's hunkering. no hankering for a bunkering that night. You'll be partying. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, but that, that got me thinking that thing about, you know, how you, because you, well, you and I have also always thought that the expression, you know, oh, I always loved, like when a celebrity, uh, like a, a musician or something dies, mm-hmm. somebody always oh, yeah. goes on Facebook and says, when it I was just a skinny yeah. kid in the suburbs. Oh, yes. 
there, you know, I... Uh, I discovered the music of Artist yeah. X and, and it then made I, me realise that it was okay to be different or whatever. Yeah. And then <laughs> like I discovered that. other people who liked Artist X and it made me feel like I wasn't weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are so many little linguistic... That's not even... Ugh. It's not even language. It's, I mean, it is, but it's not the words themselves. Wank-wank. It's the use of them to create this kind of, you know, like the skinny kid idea. It seems like... You know, I was never a skinny kid. And the suburbs, you know, the suburbs. suburbs. See, like what, see, what's the suburbs? What's the suburbs a, what is it, metaphor? What's the, what's the suburbs a metaphor for or a... a yeah, uh, a, what, what's it, what does the cliche represent, really? Yeah. Okay. It represents, cliche. you know, I told I you am, I didn't know what a metaphor was. It, well, no, 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 in a way, it's a, it, well... It's I don't so want a an in a way metaphor. I want a definite metaphor and I can never nail it. I, I'm telling you one thing. <laughs> I have a blank, I have a blind spot on metaphor. You have a I'll, what? I'll have a blind spot on metaphor. I'll never get it. <laughs> yeah, you totally get it. Anyway, I think I don't. sometimes... I love have... idioms. I love colloquialisms. God, it's, it's funny how, um, like having, if somebody says to you, would define a word, and this happens with kids around you, not necessarily, am I, you know, having a five to six-year-old around you, you're mm. starting to get it, but there are, there, like there's a kid across the road from here from me who comes over sometimes he came over and he asked me straight out like what does such and such mean and I thought wow how do I even start to define what that word means for some mm. like a, you have but some people can just go it means a sense of blah blah in a blah you know it, oh. it but I actually had to go you know what dictionary. I'm going to give you a specific answer for this let's <laughs> look it up in the dictionary yeah. Um, which is, you know, supposed to be good because then the kid sees you not knowing something and thinks you don't always have the answer. But when I was a kid, I thought mm. all my, like my parents and my grandparents just knew everything. But they and made it up. They didn't know everything. No, they must have. Like half the stuff I was told and I've realised since, it was made up. <laughs> and they thought that was funny. Oh, my father that's... in particular. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. That is terrible. Mm. Um, anyway, Stu, we've got to be quick today. We we're going to do... Um, this is the exciting part of the quick uh, yes. podcast, isn't it? What yeah, is it? It is. Well, it is that we're not going to do mailbag. The mailbag is bursting, though. It's Don't get me wrong. I've had to build an extension on the house here, Lauren, <laughs> to house the mailbag. It's like I'm feeding this thing. Constant, it's like a... It's like the blob. It's like the uh, what is it in the, what? The, oh my god, I can't remember the music. Jabba the Hut with the with the dentist and the plant. Come on, oh, you know, little shop of horrors. Yeah, thank you. Whew, you knew a musical reference. Well, I'm quite musical. Oh, you just mm-hmm. um, and yes, in my favourite show, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh. <laughs> there is um, in oh, in Jake bell out. in Jake Peralta's bathroom. He has a, a tub full of a, a bathtub, and it's just full of all the mail. He just doesn't. Does and, he? Yeah. Like, what series? Because I'm like about series three one, quarters the way through soon. series one. You'll get there soon. I think you're a few episodes away. Very hit and miss. Now we're not allowed to talk no, about TV. No. We got some very bad feedback about us talking about one TV. Person well, said they didn't like us one okay. person. One person ruineth the TV. Th- <laughs> subjective. <laughs> well, you've just ruined it then. The um, language. Anywho. So Mailbag Monday is what? We're just cactus? No, no. This is the beauty of tomorrow's podcast, Lauren Clark. And, and, and this is how the bad the Monday time. podcast is because we're already previewing yep. Tuesdays. But we are going to <laughs> yes. provide a totally, can we need something that starts with T for Tuesday, a totally bumper Mailbag Tuesday. A te- teetering T 
teetering Tuesday mailbag. I don't know. Te- I don't know. Totally no, it needs to be. Mail- what about totally mailbag Tuesday? All right, totally mailbag Tuesday doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Someone else will think of something. Then teetering. Well, well, the teetering I- mailbag Tuesday. <laughs> Let me open you know the most what? suspenseful you letters. You do. All, whenever you're trying to mock me, all you do Mule. is put on a slightly butler voice. <laughs> like That's a British hard. voice. Yes, you do. You're very clipped. I, yeah, I am not clipped. Oh, you are not. That is yes. deeply unfair. Oh, deeply. Um, oh, no. <laughs> you love right. child of Prue Andrew. And that's just a very small reference for local uh, local yes. consumers of this podcast. Now, Lossie, I'm, gl- I'm glad they were lovers, though. Yes. Well, they, they could have been okay. because what happens is with people like Prue and Trude is that they're oh, male partners. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm busy because they, they, they go off and work right? and, and overseas and they're never present. They're never present in the marriage. So Prue yeah. and Trude end up drinking Chardonnay together oh, and becoming close. Do you know what I started to do the other day that no. I felt so weird about, Uh-oh. but I was so interested in it, was there's a, I, I subscribe to or whatever, you know, I follow and friends with whatever Slate, um, the magazine, online. Mm-hmm. Well, not online, on Facebook, right? Yep. And so, like, the, a thing comes up, it'll be some article or whatever, and some of them are terrible and some of them are great. Sometimes Slate does really, like, lame stuff and you wonder if it's mm. the same thing that, same magazine that does the stuff that you like. What are you doing? Anyway. Hit and miss, that's cool. True. Uh, <laughs> I could have shortened that. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, and I said, uh, I, I said to myself, I will click on this, but I shouldn't be. And it was, I felt just Because you know wrong. it's like clickbait, right? But you know what it was? Hmm. It was, they have an advice segment. And it's called, oh. her name is something like Trudy, which is why your Prue and Trude thing Trude. just. And she... Oh, maybe it's not. I don't know. Anyway, Prudence. Prudence. Ask Prudence, it's called. Well, listen, Dear Prudence. Who, who did that song? Dear yeah. Prudence. <laughs> Please don't ever sing. <laughs> it was like that, though. It might have been Susie and the Banshees. I can't. No, it wasn't uh, Susie and the Banshees. Who did Dear Prudence, dear listener? Uh, yeah, they'll tell yet? us. Anyway, um, and I went dear to this. Prudence. But it was so intriguing, Stuart Farrell. And it oh. made me wonder if they were, like, made up. Because who in this day and age would. Like Penthouse s- Letters. Like that. It just, it just it had that feel to it. And then I realised this is exactly oh, the, the kind of thing. Yes. It would totally like that. It was like this one woman, she, she wrote in because she was divorcing her husband. She was breaking up with him. And mm. he stepped outside the front of the house and got hit by a truck. And they live on the... Uh, no more. Wolsey, mm. end of game over. Um, but he, the reason they were splitting up was he had... Uh, he was driving a, the truck, her lover? No, but... She, <laughs> I shouldn't lie, it's not funny. Anyway, she... The, well, but then like, I, I just kind of... It's almost like this whole thing is written. Because you remember there, there were some in like the 30s and stuff. There were columns in the newspapers and they were all made up. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like it could be that. And it's just the human gossip thing that makes you want in, to be in, like kind of a, a fly on the wall. But it's so intriguing. And then all these Facebook comments of people like furiously on one side or the other. And um, because she wanted, this woman wanted to realise that, that and the reason that we were breaking up was he had a partner, another partner, <sighs> a girlfriend, and a, she had a son. And he was mm. putting the son through private school. What about and his own kids? Well, his other kids. Don't know if he had. Was, don't know. was the lover's no, kid no, his yeah. kid? Well, see, that she didn't mention that. So all these people in the comments mm. going, "Was mm. the mother's son?" The... Anyway, so 
um, completely. And she and she decided that she was feeling like she wanted to reach out to her and like support the like keep the support going. And mm. and anyway, there were so many. That was just one of like half a dozen deeply intriguing <laughs> things. And I thought that is appealing to something very base. In me, but it's actually not bad to want to be kind of interested in just that because it's somebody's Mm -hmm. problem and somebody's solving it. So what is it? And then I realised that that gossipy instinct is about something. It's it's not just like, ooh, and then she did this and then he did that. It's actually the social instinct that humans have which makes us a society in the first place. So you can't have a society if you're not interested in the social instinct. Do you see what I mean? I see what you mean. I, I ended up. Just reading the entire thing. Because <laughs> you're a voyeur. But anyway, I totally you, am. Well, you are. And we've known that from the start. Now, Lauren Clark, before we go, even <laughs> yes. though we've bumped Mailbag Monday to Tuesday's uh, top notch, whatever the hell it's called. Geez, we've yeah. uh, promoted it. That'll be good. I'm really looking it's, forward to it. It's going to be a, a ripper. <laughs> but we, there's one segment we can't bump, and I've got a very quick one for you today. Oh, uh, God, I'd forgotten. I had actually forgotten this. Oh. Here it is, Lauren Clark. Here Talk is about today's edition words. of. Boo words. We didn't even examine boo words. Here is today's edition of, or this Monday's edition of, Monday Money Matters. Now, Lauren Clark, this is the everyman's guide to effectively saving a little bit of money for Chrissy or that special gift or perhaps even a holiday. Chrissy, yep. Well, Chrissy, that's a that's a, a slang term for Christmas. Now, so um, what we're doing here on Monday Money Matters is everyday finance. We're not talking about shares oh and God, where you should stop. invest, but little oh. things you sh- you can do just to get ahead and get yourself those little uh, tidbits that you like in life. Now, I've got you, Lauren Clark, a little one that can uh, th- that can <laughs> save you. You don't hear that at a nightclub very often. To get save you. <laughs> $2,438.80 per year. Yes. And uh, it's it's a simple one. Now, every week. Yes. This mightn't apply to everyone. So it's very, this is this sort of specific money, Monday Money Matters uh, material. Mm. Uh, but uh, every week there comes a point in your week where you're driving your car if you're, or you're walking or you're on a train, depending on your situation. Um, because as we know, in Monday Money Matters, uh, Joe Hockey said, poor people don't have cars. So uh, you should be listening to this uh, segment closer than rich people, really. But um, so you drive past bottle shops, okay, which uh, sell alcohol. And a oh lot of God, the time... I thought, we were, I thought we were being quick. I thought we the are. Sorry, yes, yes. Yeah. Alcohol consumption is 99% mental, as they say. So what right. happens is what you must do from here on in once a week is to not drive through the bottle shop and buy one bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Red on special and two bottles of light beer stubbies. That will they come in at, if, if the Johnny Walker's on special at around forty six. No, sorry, thirty seven dollar eighty mark. The that purchase will cost you about forty six dollars ish. If you do that fifty two times, that's once a week a year. If you don't do that, you're going to save yourself two thousand four hundred and thirty eight dollars eighty. And that, my friends, is a return flight for two people to Los Angeles. That is this week's Monday Money Matters. Don't stop into the whiskey. I should be a billionaire. I should be a billionaire. Kids, do what I do. You spend yours on leather jackets and tracksuit pants. We all know that. Now, Lauren Clark, how does the Barefoot Investor get in contact with us to find out where we get our genius ideas from? Um, you can find us at Stupidly Big. Go to stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and uh, yeah, that's where you can give us a rating and a review. We definitely 
appreciate the ones that have been coming in. Thank you very, very much. You're excellent human beings. Do get in touch online. We've had a few people get in touch with Tingies and Small Injustices, in fact, well, and a few other things. Tomorrow. So we, we, we've got, uh, I think we've got double segment tomorrow, so it might be all just segments. Segment just segments. Tuesday. Yeah, all right. We're like the Mandarin of podcasting. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I love Mandarin. All right, Steve Farrell, you're an excellent human being.